welcome to Miracles and Wonders, the podcast that helps you create more miracles in your life by looking at the world around you in new and wondrous ways. In this series, I'm interviewing the authors in a new collaborative book, The Miracle Mindset. Hi, I'm Diane Lund, best-selling author, entrepreneur, creative director, writer, producer, and reverend focused on a teachings in A Course in Miracles for many decades. Miracles are defined as a shift in perception in A Course in Miracles. Instead of thinking from fear or negative thinking, we turn our thinking upside down and we think positive thoughts. We think from a loving base. In The Miracle Mindset, each author starts their story with an opening couplet that embodies how they change their mind to change their life. So today I'm here with Joanne Demont Brooks, who has uh, agreed to come and talk on Miracle and Wonders about uh, her story in the Miracle Mindset. So welcome today, Joanne. Oh, thank you for having me, Diane. It's great to be here. It's wonderful to have you here with me. And so uh, I know a fair bit about you, but why don't you let our listeners know a little bit about you? Okay, so it's a basic story, as every human has a basic story. <laughs> um, I was uh, born in Port Elizabeth, South Africa, um, lived the first eight years of my life there with my parents and my brother. Um, we emigrated to Canada in 1975. We landed in Sudbury, Ontario mm -hmm. in the middle of winter. It was minus 50 Celsius. Mm. I have absolutely wonderful memories of that time. Um, because you mother, hadn't seen snow before or cold? Never. I had never seen snow in my life or a television set. We did wow. uh, South Africa did not have TV in those days. Um, I walked out of the airport with my brother and the snow was, the snow drifts were over our heads. Wow. We immediately plowed into them, of course. And of course, <laughs> Sudbury is, um, you know, it's co uh, cold, dry snow. So it was just powder. It was wonderful. Yeah, we um, call it champagne snow. Oh, champagne it was. Mm -hmm. Yes, we delighted in it as children. But my mother um, has nothing but terrible memories of that time. So I think, uh, after three weeks, she and my father headed for the West coast to get as far away from the cold as they could. Victoria, British Columbia ended up being our home. And so I grew up as a little West coast girl and, uh, well, that sounds wonderful. That yeah. is about as far away from Sudbury as you can get in Canada. For it those was. who don't know the geography of Canada really well, Sudbury is in Ontario and Victoria is at the tip of Vancouver Island on the very west coast of Canada. Very west so, coast. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. So um, tell me, why did you consider being in the book, The Miracle Mindset? And what made you finally decide to commit? So I had um, 
I had a miracle actually happen to me. That's the reason that I was considering um, being in the book. And I hoed and hummed and awed about it because I didn't think my miracle was big enough or was a true miracle and worthy. Right. Yeah. You know, when we define the word miracle as sort of the Oxford Dictionary defines miracle, I mean, it's really a rare and um, uncommon event. I guess rare and uncommon mean the same thing, but, you know, not many people have what the uh, dic dictionary would call a miracle. Yes. But one of the things I'm trying to get out there with the Miracle Mindset book is that we need to turn our world upside down to get our life right side up. And we need to change the definitions of some of the things. Yes. So exactly. of course, a miracle says a miracle is not rare. A miracle happens. It should be a natural event that happens for everyone. And the, it defines a miracle as a shift in your thinking or in your perception from being centered thinking from fear to being centered and thinking from love. And that when you align with love, you allow miracles to flow through because you're allowing the universe, you're connecting in with the universe and you're allowing beautiful things to happen for yourself. So the idea of this book is to showcase, not that these events are incredibly rare, but they're, they happen to people in all walks of life. And all the daily, time. daily, daily. Yes. Well, it was actually while I was reading your um, first book, well, your first book to me, I don't know if you've published previous books. That's my bad. But uh, no, I no, was, no, no, I've been in collaborative book, books, but not in um, my own book. Not That's in your own. Yeah. Yes. So, th so this is your own, your own first book then. Yeah. Uh, turn your world upside down to get your life right side up. So it was while I was reading that book that I actually realized that um, I did have a miracle. Huh. It was it was that it was at that point that my mindset um, shifted. I, I realized the um, right thinking, wrong thinking, or um, you know, Western thinking, or uh, right thinking, reverse thinking. Um, yeah. I had, the, I, I had the mindset change. Yeah, I, I talk in that book about Western thinking because it's sort of like that's the common uh, definition for a miracle. The Western thinking, a miracle is rare, difficult to achieve. And the reverse thinking is a miracle is natural and it's for everyone. Um, but in order to recognize them, like you didn't know, what, did I have a miracle or not? In order to recognize them, we actually have to redefine it for ourselves. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, and take away, take away the fear and take away the expectation that a miracle has to be miraculous and complete because it doesn't have to be complete. A miracle uh, can be ongoing. Mm -hmm. So the first step is for, well, my, I'll speak from I, my first step was for my mindset to change to allow the miracle to happen. And now, so, so my story is that I had a terrible back injury, terrible, awful 
agonizing nerve pain and chronic back pain. I now no longer have that agonizing nerve pain. I do still have chronic back pain. However, I'm confident that I will one day be free of all pain. Right. And so the miracle started with a mind shift. Yes. For you. First of all, just, I mean, I think we have to just get out the message of what a miracle is so people can start to recognize that they're natural, they're for everyone, and that they occur, as you say, it can be a series of miracles. It's not like just one miraculous event that happens and then it, and then it's over. Yes. It can be like a change in thinking today, a change in thinking tomorrow, continued change in thinking so that every day we get to um, shift our thinking because it's too big to shift all of our thinking at once. I mean, we've spent decades <laughs> creating certain personality uh, characteristics. And, you know, the ego wants desperately to hang on to what it's created. Oh, absolutely. It took a long time to put this persona together. Yeah. And, and, and give up overnight. Yeah. And I don't want to let it go. And don't no. you be telling me that I need to let any part of it go, especially my pain story. Yes. Especially that's... my pain story, because, you know, that's mine. That's right. And I put a lot of years into creating that. And so don't ask me to give it up. Yes, exactly. Because who am I without it? That's right. And, and, you know, without, uh, without acknowledging that story anymore, you know, then it's, it disappears completely. It oh, does. dear. Yeah. And so does part of me disappear with the story? That's, That's right. what the ego is worried about. Am I going to be obliterated? Because the ego is always referencing an ego is thinking from fear. It's the part of us that thinks from fear. It's always concerned about death or annihilation. Yes. At its bottom core, you know, it's why when we watch the evening news or the morning news, it's all about who died today. Yes. Terrible, awful stories. Awful stories. You know, people died in the fire. They died in the car crash. They, you know, were buried by an avalanche. Oh, my God. Yeah. But right. why do we watch it? Yeah, because it, it reinforces that all that stuff is real. And, and this matrix that we're in is, it's, it's something that we do have to buy into. Yeah, we buy into it by, you know, always daily acknowledging these fearful events. And it reinforces the ego's belief in death. And that you see, if you don't get fraught, afraid, and you don't get defensive, and you don't, you know, protect yourself, you're going to end up. Yeah in a terrible place. That's right. And so Bad you need to listen to me. Listen, because I've got your best interests at heart. I mean, this is really truly what the ego says to us. That's right. And, you know, a lot of TV and a lot of what we listen to and consume on on our screens. Yes. Is reinforcing that reality all the time. Yeah. So the ideas in, in these books can be frightening for people because we don't want to give up what we spent a lifetime building yeah, and exactly. believing in. 
you know, and A Course in Miracles asks us to, to believe in a lot of things that the ego finds scary because guess what? They're based in love. Yeah, that's right. This is so funny. <laughs> yes, exactly. If, I we mean, could, if we could all just love, the world would be a fantastic place. But we just can't because deep down we've been fed this diet of fear. Yes. And we, we believe it. Yes, I have to win. And for me to win, you have to lose. That's very much how our society is set up. I mean, hey, right now the Olympics are going on and it's all about winning and losing. Yes. Who's winning? I mean, I always think it's amazing that people are winning by, you know, three tenths of a second going down a slalom giant slope and you're the loser if you came in three seconds yes exactly i look at that and i go my goodness you're you're everybody wins everybody's winning at that point to me and so but we like it we like it and and why do we like it because we have this sort of fascination with separation we appear to be separated uh, from each other by bodies Yes, I have a body, you have a body, we're not the same body. And so the ego likes to focus on the body and it's the body that dies. And so see, look, there's the body in there, it's dead. It doesn't focus on what the eyes can't see, which is the invisible parts of life, the spirit. Yes. And the love. That's right. It's hard to see that we don't lay love uh, in a casket and bury it. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. We don't do that, right? That's so right. we pay attention to sort of the outer world. And I think with more and more screens and more and more channels, we're getting a little obsessed with always looking outside of ourselves for the answers. Yep. And this is, I actually think, causing um, our cultures and our society a lot of pain. Oh, it's a huge amount of pain. The the uh, anxiety and sadness and feeling of separation, I think, is now more prevalent than it has ever been. Right. And so you had a journey with pain. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that journey with pain and how you were able to um, do something different? Yeah, so it's my journey with pain began um, when I woke up after an operation with a broken back. Terrible. I, been, um, I don't know what happened while I was anesthetized, but something happened and somehow my back was broken while I was under anesthetic. That's the most bizarre thing that's ever happened. Yes. Yeah. That is just so bizarre. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, accidents happen and there you, there you have it. Um, but moving forward with that, um, it's, it started me down a path where I got to meet myself head on because I had up to that point in my life been, um, such a single focused in a way, egomaniac bent on perfection and always having the right answer and being in such tight control of um, perfection 
I will find the answer to this. Not a problem. Right. I've got six weeks of sick leave and I will be back to work when that sick leave runs out. Not a problem. (laughs) I will defeat this. Right. And uh, yeah, five years later, it it was just it didn't happen. I tried everything, every modality you could possibly think of. And wow. I guess five I'm a, years. I guess I'm a slow learner. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't say you're a slow learner. I started looking at A Course in Miracles in the early 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't uh, I didn't put out my book till 2020. And so that's what how many years? 30 that's, years, 40 that's, years. That's a few. That's a few that's years. A few, right. So I would say that um uh, I might have you beat on that slow learning category because I think my ego, whenever I would make a step with the course where I thought, oh, I'm, my thinking is really moving forward here. I'm not having so many fearful thoughts. I'm not putting up defenses or whatever, or I'm about to change something. I would start to have really terrible nightmares. Right. It's almost like my ego inside was like, oh, no, you're not. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to remind you of all the awful, terrible things that can happen to you. And it would be trying, I felt like to literally pull me back into my old way of thinking. Absolutely. 100%. I had the same experience with this nasty little pain bug. Mm. Because I would, I would have little breakthroughs Mm -hmm. um, in in mindset shifts. And I'd go, Oh, this is amazing. I, I feel like I've, I've made a breakthrough here. Um, um, I'm going to say conquering the ego, but I realize that's the wrong word because it can never conquer the ego. One has to um, literally make friends with the ego and go, hey, my guy, you know, you're very, very good. I need you. You you should handle the banking, the grocery shopping, driving the car, mm-hmm. all the stuff that, you know, my spirit would really, really not be good at. Mm-hmm. Me, the yeah. little spirit will handle everything else. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's interesting. I haven't heard of it uh, put quite that way, but yes, I mean the we're taught to do 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 do. Yes. And so the ego wants you to as you said at the beginning um of this talk about you were going to have it done. You were going to get it done. Well, yeah. I was going to I was going to do what it took to get it done to yes. to put an end to this. And when we try excessively hard to try and end something and whatever we're doing isn't working. Yeah. This is just the ego's ultimate frustration. Yes. Because it wants you to achieve. Yeah. And if you can't achieve what ends up happening, I think is the most beautiful thing on the planet is we fall on our knees. Yes, that's exactly it. We fall on our knees. We somehow say, this is bigger than me. Yes. I can't get this. Yep. I'm down on my knees. God help me. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's exactly it. I mean, I called it my dark night of the soul. (laughs) I was just, I was, yes. So down on my knees. I mean, I was sitting on my couch. (laughs) You're right. I was just, I don't understand anymore i give up (laughs) and those are precious words i give up yeah 
I give up control really is what we're, we're trying to do. Yeah. Because while the ego is interested in doing, the spirit is interested in undoing. It's interested in, a, in letting go, having us let go of it control. So it can bring us back to who we truly are, which is love, which is our spirit, which yeah. is eternal. But we've, we've just covered that over. I mean, we, we've hid that way back oh, in the closet of our being. And I mean, really what I notice going out into the world to talk about spirituality is people are very frightened to talk about their spiritual. They're more frightened to talk about their spirituality than their sex life. Yes. Is that just something? Yeah. And <laughs> oh my God, don't say the word God. I mean, please. Yeah. Um, and I understand words are charged. They're charged from all kinds of things. And I don't want to, um, say how anybody should think or feel that's their own personal decisions i do agree and uh so i but i just want to put out there that there is from my perspective just like yours i had my own experience down on my knees and i always say the people that come to a course in miracles and stay are the people that came on their knees right who have tried and tried and said you know what it didn't work yeah I wasn't happy. Yeah. I wasn't fulfilled. Yeah. Uh, maybe I had lots of money, big house, kids, whatever, the big career. But that's right. I wasn't the matrix, happy. The, the big matrix dream that they told me was everything. Right. It just well, didn't satisfy. It, it didn't, didn't work. It didn't work. And so, <laughs> and the reason that's so, so wonderful is because now they might be open to trying something different. Yes. And thinking maybe they do not have the answers. Yeah. And that maybe if they open up to something bigger than themselves, that they will find something different. I mean, yeah. really, it's all about changing our habitual patterns and learning how to, I think, surrender. Yes. Surrender to something that is larger than us. I always say to people, students, you know, Nobody phoned you to uh, discuss the time the daffodil should pop open. <laughs> or nobody, nobody phoned you, uh, you know, to see if now's the right time for the leaves to fall off the trees. Nobody phoned you. It happens in and of itself in a cycle already set into motion before you were born. And it will continue after you were born. Indeed. You're born into something much larger than who you are. You are all of this. Yes. And so in order to harness that power for yourself, you really have to open up to it. Exactly. That is so lovely. But it's hard to know how to, how do we open up? <laughs> That's the thing. That's the told trying thing. The ego goes, okay, okay, I got this. I can do I it. I got this. I'll meditate for hours. Yeah, that's right. You know, I'll uh, I'll go to yoga. I'll uh, I'll practice mindfulness. I'll you know, but all of these things. I once heard a great Zen master or something. The person, the student, wanted to come and study Zen, and the master said something like, you know, I don't know, ten years or something. He'd have to come. He said, "Well, I'll study really hard. <laughs> Twenty years." <laughs> yes. Brilliant. 20, 20 years. 
Yeah, because hey, I've already put in 40 years. (laughs) So I relate. Um, Yeah, the ego really wants to fight. So what would you like people to take away from your story? Uh, So what I would like people to take away, let's see. Um, That so first of all, to uh, not give up hope, Mm -hmm. I think is the biggest thing. Um, I, I wrote my story for uh, people who are suffering in pain. Um, I, it, because it is a, it's a twofold thing. Um, you know, there is Western medicine and it helps us. It does help us for our broken bones. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt. So, yeah. So it is a twofold thing. We, we are here to take the journey hand in hand if you are at a point in your life where you have tried everything and nothing more is to be done there is still one more thing (laughs) (laughs) I love it there is still one more thing that you can do yes yeah and And we'll let them read the story to figure out what was that one thing yeah that you did yeah and and it is it is surrender and I know people go oh god I just uh, that worked for you it's not going to work for me well what is surrender I mean do we really know what surrender is because I think people think they're surrendered when they're not yeah well I thought I had surrendered four years ago I've already surrendered (laughs) And if you, if you rail against it, like I just did there with my fist in the air and go, but I've already surrendered. You have not. (laughs) No, it is a felt body feeling. It is. And I had that felt body feeling when I went to Haven and I did a um, month long program on self-development and growth. And during that program, I was lucky enough to do a special gestalt with a woman named Joanne, who wanted me to chat with my mother. And uh, it was, I'll let you, I wrote about it in my first book. Yes, you did. I did. I wrote about this wonderful story about how I didn't believe my mother loved me. And so in Gestalt, I sit here and I talk to my mom. She's not there. She's an empty pillow. And then you put yourself on the other pillow and you answer as your mother. So the surprising thing is you, you do know the answers. You think you don't know the answers, but with Gestalt, you actually answer as the other person. And I found out a lot about myself through that particular practice, especially that I was the one who needed to surrender, but I won't tell the whole story because we need people to, to come and, uh, Check them out in the books. My first two books, Turn Your World Upside Down to Get Absolutely Your Life. fantastic books. Oh, thank you. So Joanne. wonderful. No, and I'm not just saying that so that people will go out and buy them. The, to shift a mindset, I truly, truly, I, I so do much. recommend it. Well, I tell you, there's 15 stories in each of the two books. So 30 stories from my own life. And they are hard won stories. They are my struggles. They are where I struggled and how I managed 
to shift my thinking, shift my per perception from fearful thinking or painful thinking into loving and more happy thoughts. Yeah. And that's what we want to help people do with this book, yeah. make it more accessible. That's right. And that's what makes it so relatable is that uh, each story is a miracle. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just everyday, everyday life. It is. Yeah. It's everyday life. And it's just learning how to make that tiny shift yeah. so that you can have more inner peace. And, and obviously, if you're at peace, more happiness. Yes. Yes. It and works. <laughs> it does. It works. It does take practice, though. And nobody can convince you of it but yourself. That's right. You know, because you can listen to other people. And as you said, people say, oh, yeah, that's for you. That's not for me. Yeah. Uh, that happened for you but it won't happen for me. Well, it does happen. And that's why people have to practice. Yes. That is the thing. It is practice. Mm -hmm. and, and that's so that's why I say there's hope. Don't give up. Yes, I love it. Right. Keep exploring. Yes, you know? that's right. There is hope. Keep exploring. Yes. And the book will um, be out in 20. 22. So thank you for coming on the Miracles and Wonders podcast, Joanne. It's been Such a, a joy, a joy chatting with you. Yeah. Such a pleasure, Diane. Thank you. You can create more miracles in your life by using the Diane Lund Miracle Card Decks. I call it my rainbow series, eight decks of cards in eight beautiful colors. There are over 400 different quotes. Each deck has random inspirational quotes from A Course in Miracles, and no two decks are the same. I believe pulling cards is a simple way to start creating more miracles in your life. It is surprising how many times I pick a card after one of my group sessions, and it just speaks directly to what we were talking about. So it's that synchronicity, that random synchronicity that really starts to create more miracles for you. Every week I give away a deck of the cards to one person who joins my closed Facebook group, Diane Lund's Monday Miracles. Go to facebook.com groups slash Diane Lund Miracles and ask to be a member. Each week I will select one new member to get a free deck of the cards. Here on Miracle and Wonders, I believe everyone is his or her best sage and wisest counsel. We each have two voices that live inside of us, the voice for ego, the voice that speaks from fear. Then there's the voice for the spirit that speaks from love. This show is helping you to learn how to think in new ways so you can tune not only into the voice from fear, but you can learn how to tune into the voice for love. It's about thinking in a whole new way. You would think, hey, I think loving thoughts all the time. What are you talking about? Well, actually, we mostly think fearful thoughts more than loving thoughts. And we need to train our minds to stop the negative chatter. It's about turning off old negative ideas you might have about yourself, others, and the world. We need to turn your world upside down to get your life right side up. That means we stop living and thinking from fear and start living and thinking from love, which I can promise you will bring you more inner peace and greater happiness. Remember, 
We will go without if we don't go within. Wishing you miracles and wonders more and more every day. And if this show has piqued your interest in thinking a new way, you can get my book at dianelundmiracles.com. Thanks for listening in. 